Welcome to A Brodacious Life. This is a show dedicated to the idea that all people from any background can design a life worth living. It all starts by organizing your life with the five F's. Faith, family, freedom, finance, and fun. We call this A Brodacious Life. Are you ready to design your best life? Your brodacious life? If so, then this is the show for you. Recording in progress. What's going on, team? It's another wonderful day. It's a brodacious life. Of course, my name is Jonathan. I've got the wonderful Dr. J with me. What's going on, Dr. J? Dr. J's doing good, man. Yesterday, the uh, the Braves won. The Mets lost. We're now only one game behind Hallelujah. in the NL East. Go Braves. Go Braves. Well, today we got a fun and uh, exciting episode for us today. We're going to talk about the, the the beginning process for how you can do a podcast. So, Josh, tell me – or sorry, Dr. J, tell me about – the podcast and why podcasts could be important to our listeners today. Well, I I think podcasting is huge because it gives you a chance to tell your story and encourage other people through your story. I know uh, you and I, that's how a brodacious life came to be is that we both had a story and we realized talking on the phone that uh, we were, our stories were different, but the things that we were searching for were the same. And that's how a brodacious life came to be. And now we're using this avenue of podcasts to try to encourage other people to design their best life. And I guarantee you, some of our listeners out there are living their best brodacious life. They're running their race, but there's someone else out there trying to run a similar race. And if we can equip them with the ability to tell their story, maybe they have the tools that they can share to help someone else yeah. run in a similar race to finish that race. What say you, sir? No, that's a hundred percent on it. I mean, it's about sharing your story and your, your life. We want to be a part of it. We want to hear it. And it's important to us as well. It's not just about me and Dr. J and our guests that come on our show. It's also about you as the listener, you have a voice and we want to hear that voice. So before we even get rolling in, if, if you're in that mode, make sure you hit like, and you hit subscribe. We're going to have more of these episodes that are going to be available. It's something that we're very passionate about is making sure that we equip you so you can have that freedom and that, that fun that you desire. Cause podcasting is ultimately it's fun and it's, it's like a, it's like a small addiction. You know, you really, you really get into it and you really have a lot of fun. So today we're going to be talking about building a podcast from scratch. We're talking about phase one. I, yeah, phase one. And if you don't mind, I think as we go throughout this, I'm going to ask you some questions because both of us before Brodacious Life and outside of a Brodacious Life, uh, we both run a couple other shows. Uh, but your show, in my my personal opinion, I think your show is probably the one that uh, – uh, you've done some things that far supersede mine. I've I've been one of your favorite subscribers, man. I'm all into the stuff that you do, and so if it's okay with you, uh, I'd like to ask you the questions because I okay. I think that you've just got a ton of stuff, and I I've, I've got my notepad over here, so when I look down, it's because I'm writing notes because I want to learn from you. Well, I appreciate you, brother. All right, so what we got? What's your what's what's your first question here? Well, let's let's get into this. So I've noticed there's some people that start a podcast or they start a show. Some are successful and some aren't. And so I'm thinking uh, as we get into this that there are probably some like unspoken rules of what makes uh, a good podcast. I don't know if that's a good way of putting that, but the, from your perspective of being a successful uh, podcaster and getting one off the ground, do you, have you found that there are some like unspoken hidden things that people need to know? So there definitely are some unspoken rules that go into podcasting that you really kind of need to take into perspective when it comes to before you even create your subject. And of course, you know, we'll get into finding all your titles and all those things in later episodes. Today is about helping you find your subject for your podcast. There are some under, uh, some unspoken rules, if you will. But the first one is you definitely need to be passionate about whatever you're going to be 
talking about on your podcast. You need to make sure that you are excited about that. That's what wakes you up in the day. It needs to feel like a drug to be able to go on and talk about that for, you know, me and Dr. J, that's about a brodacious life and living by these five pillars. We're excited about that. That's what gets me up every day. And I really do enjoy that every single day is how am I going to live today brodaciously? And I'm always thinking of things for our podcast because I'm genuinely excited about it. Next thing you need to ask yourself is, can I make an episode about this? Once a week and you'd be, (laughs) you know, you really need to be focused in on doing one at least once a week. I always recommend, you know, kind of there's different algorithms kind of going to things that are behind the scenes, lots of ones and zeros and algorithms that play into things. But I always recommend posting every single week on the same day at the same time, your viewers, the algorithms, everything will appreciate it. So make sure you could talk about that subject every single week. Next thing is to to kind of narrow down what your topic is going to be. And this can be very hard, it can be very complicated. You know, uh it could be it's very it's very hard for a podcast that says, well, our theme is we speak to people. It's hard for it to get though it's broad enough, you think that oh, well, it's so broad more people will listen in. It's actually the opposite. When people listening to to podcasts are listening for something that is super specific, Pat Flynn always says the riches are in the niches. So you need to find how what that niche is for you, and we're going to help you kind of break that down here in just a second. But be uh, thinking about how you're going to narrow your vision down to what that's going to be. Next is just kind of be cautious on your content. Um, it's very easy to to it's very easy to want to just keep pushing out a podcast episodes. I'll be the first one to tell you that I'm guilty. Dr. J up there has to ask me sometimes, does this really involve our five pillars? I'll be the first one to tell you. I just love talking to people and I love having guests on the podcast and I get so excited. You know, we've got one that we're going to have to release straight to our premium platform whenever we launch that. Cause it's just too adult themed. I think in a, in a good way. Yes. I said that if you share that on the show, my employer, even though I wasn't a part of that, you did that interview, but I'm so nervous. I was like, you can't put that out there for public consumption, sir. So we talked about freedom in that episode is with Susan Blanton. She is the intimacy expert. So we talked about things that our spouses need from us. And I was not expecting her to go that you know, no puns intended, but that hard in. And she really deep dive and I really appreciated that content, but we, we need to be a little bit more cautious on what we do. It doesn't necessarily fit into our brand per se of what we have right now. I think it was great content and it's something that people need to hear, but maybe that's more of a premium content or a bonus episode that's released to that where adults only can hear. I needed to be more conscientious of the vision at hand. Uh, yeah, the- and I'll say this too, and correct me if I'm wrong, but make room as you're as you're writing your ideas out, make room that over your first 20 or 30 episodes, you are your show is going to become something and let it become that thing. Right. Uh I know on this show, when we started out, we were a millennials dads podcast, and we're still that. We still have a target audience, which is us, millennial dads. But we've shifted over time into lifestyle design because we know exactly what we are and what because we uh, and I'm sure we'll get into this at some point, but we have analytics. We know what our customers want. We know when you're listening today, we know which downloads you download the most. And so now we've got enough content that we're paying attention to the listeners and changing. So, you know, just to throw out there being cautious, part of being cautious is probably knowing once you figure out what your listeners want, give the people what the people want. Oh, that's how, so we had a previous, uh, or I had a previous, so we both independently had two of our own podcasts that we were running, both very similar in views. And what was very interesting is Dr. J's was very male oriented. Mine for some, I was hoping it was be male oriented, but actually most of my, you know, I think I had 120 subscribers on it. I only had about 30 episodes, 
but a hundred and all hundred and twenty subscribers were all females between twenty five and thirty five, which blew my mind that they would sit here and listen to a man. But they why can't I have those odds back when I was in my dating life? <laughs> I mean, I was like, hey, you know. It, but I mean, I played to that once I kind of knew that, and then you know, I got into it quickly. Is is I did not know everything that women want to hear about. So that kind of goes along with some of this other stuff is, you know, know what you're talking about. And we'll kind of get into that more in just a second. The next thing you need to understand, and it's a big myth about podcasts, and I need you to understand me fully. You cannot create a podcast with the mentality of I'm going to create mass revenue. If you're wanting this to be your daytime job, You've got a lot of work to do, and it takes years to do that. You look at the people like Joe Rogan and Pat Flynn and all these guys who are making big bucks, they've been doing it for years, and it takes time to get up there. Now, obviously, the more time that you devote in, the more you're going to be able to get out, and you're moving up that window faster. But you've kind of got to follow the other rules about making sure that you're staying focused and being a part of your brand before that revenue chain can kick off. But if you're not doing this for fun, I don't think you're going to last. If you're only there for the profit, you're not going to be successful long run. You're going to burn out. You're not going to be excited to be on the podcast and to talk to your listeners every day. Because for me, that's what I get excited about. I get excited for talking to guests. I get excited talking to Dr. J and being just involved in this podcast. I get hyped on it. We record the same time every week. And I'm hyped every single day. I wake up that day. I'm pumped about it. We know what to, uh, we know what we're going to talk about that day. I've studied up. We are slamming. We're ready to go. And that's how it needs to be. The next thing is, I'll, I'll throw some, yeah, just to throw something in there too. From my experience, is don't be a fake. You, you know, you're yeah. talking about revenue. Don't get on and try to create a show. This is at least my personal advice. Where you're focused on making revenue. So you're talking about goods and products and services that you don't use. I know our thing on our show is, is I mean, we're still uh, in the growth phase of a, a brodacious life, but like we don't, we just have a code that if we don't use it and it's not a part of us, we right. don't talk about it. Like, you know, I'm not going to talk about the Mets. I'm not a Mets fan. Let me talk about the Braves because I know the Braves, <laughs> you know, it's, you won't hear me talk a lot about basketball. Because honestly, I don't watch that much basketball. Um, that'd be like me talking to you about hockey. You would know in an instant that I was a fake, you know, because I clearly I, don't yeah, do hockey. I'm married to a French Canadian wife, so I don't have a choice. Hockey is life, even in Mississippi. Stanley Cups come around. Don't ever think about changing the channel at night. Stanley Cups in town. You know, you're watching that every single night. And the last thing that I always recommend to people is stay clear of politics unless that is your subject. You know, there are political podcasts out there, you know, Young Turks, uh, Ben Shapiro's, um, you know, his podcast. The they're, they're successful shows and they're great in and of itself. But if you're not into the politics game, Stay clear of it. I was reminded of uh, Michael Jordan's. My favorite quote of his is, you know, Republicans buy sneakers, too. At the end of the day, you don't want to isolate out any customers, make them feel unwanted on your podcast. You want them to feel appreciated and you want everyone to be involved, not just your secluded group of people with one individual mind. You really want to be out there and, and be inclusive of everybody. When you really start diving into politics and putting out your opinions out there, you really start to isolate one group or another. And typically speaking, it just it never goes right. It never goes right for celebrities. You see it on TV all the time. It never goes right. So don't do it. Don't don't bite on that hook when something comes around and you feel like you need to make a comment. Stay clear of it. Stay on track. Stay true to your vision and uh, stay stay true to your podcast and what you're about. Well, and when you think to, you know, hopefully if you're listening to this, you're trying to live, you know, you're designing a bodacious life that's about faith, family, finance, you know, freedom, fun. And when you're digging into that, too, you have to think if you create a show that's divisive, eventually, if you do something for enough times, you become the thing. You know, if I go out and I shoot enough free throws at some point, 
I can shoot free throws like a basketball player. You right. know, if I hit enough golf balls at some point, uh, my golf swing is going to get good. In this case, if you have a divisive show and you've repeated that enough times and all your guests and everything you interview and you spend hours, you will become divisive. So uh, brodacious people are usually people that are trying to unite people. And exactly. so I would just give you a challenge too to be a uniter, not a divider, no matter which side of the political spectrum you fall on. Yeah. I, again, I, again, it's just, you know, I'm friends with both sides of the aisle and again, more people are going to be on your subject on both sides of the aisle. We're all honestly, everybody in America agrees on 95% of everything. It's that last 5% that's so polarizing. So you got 95% of America that'll pretty much be a potential listener to you, depending on your subject and what you've got going on. But again, you have a chance to isolate out 55% of America with one single comment that maybe you didn't even necessarily want to say, or maybe you said it weird. In today's politics, all it takes really is just one comment to be taken the wrong way. And that's kind of how it works these days on both sides. They find one comment that's made and they spin it around. Don't take the bait. Don't get involved. Stay clear of politics. Well, let me ask you a question. So you've talked about the unspoken rules that sound almost like a lot of thou shalt nots. It's kind of like the the almost 10 commandments of podcasting. Yes. Yeah. So (laughs) with all that in mind, how in the world do you find your topic? Like what, if you can't do that stuff, then what, what is the step that you do to find the topic? So there's really three major types of, of podcasts. And first one is professional. The next one is hobby. The next one I like to call kind of education slash lifestyle. Typically those two are kind of hand in hand. That's kind of, that's us. You know, we sit in that education lifestyle format, but I've done on both ends of the other one. I've had a professional one that was about, uh, it's called restaurant for profits. And it was about helping restaurant tours find more money in their restaurants. Uh, my most successful podcast was called Food and Farm, and it was a hobby podcast. And now, of course, we've got a brodacious life. So they're all three can be successful and be a lot of fun. But there are some differences between the three. They each have their pros and cons. And uh, that's something that you've kind of got to dig down, and, you know, and, and understand about, do I really want to focus my subject on this? Well, let's let's break some of those down. Uh, so let's say we want to do well, let's start with a professional podcast. Let's say I want to create a professional podcast. What are uh, I don't know. Deep dive that for me. Talk to me about professional podcast. So professional podcast is, is, you know, what do you do for a living? You know, and you're, and you're really, you're, you're nine to five. I use that as a loose term as a chef because I've never learned a nine to five job until this year. You know, <laughs> you know, what do you do in your work life? that is pertinent to others to learn. Like for me, that was a uh, restaurant for profits. I really enjoyed that podcast and having those conversations with people. Um, and there's some perks to that is, you know, it's just, you need to understand that, you know, you have a niche in that profession. And so it's really, you know, it's really important that you have a niche inside of a profession. And with that, you can, even subset down into an even stronger niche. So say you are talking, uh, let's say you are a band director and, but now you really want to dive into specifics on music theory. And then you're taking band as a whole or music, then lowered it to band uh, classical music, and then lowered it down to music theory, which is writing music. So you're finding that niche inside of a, a broader piece and you're able to do that because of your professional life. Something like a, a banker might be able to do that with cryptocurrency. There's lots of different cryptocurrency podcasts that are out there. And again, their professional life, they're a banker or an investor or a stock person, but they know the information that goes along with crypto by, uh, by their profession and their nine to five job. This is also helps with your credibility as a professional. It's a great way to help promote yourself and your business. And, you know, as experts in the professional field, it's a great way to kind of boost yourself up amongst your peers is that add the more episodes and more product that you put out as far as content goes, you're making yourself more and more educated, which means your opinion becomes more and more valid. You know, it kind of 
you know, one, it makes you feel good inside that you're getting educated as far as your, your actual profession goes, but you're actually becoming more knowledgeable by your peers. Your peers are recognizing that you've become a professional at something. The next is, is it's the easiest way to start in theory because you already know the information. You've already worked hard on it. You've already have an understanding of that. So it's, it's something that you've already possessed the knowledge. You don't have to necessarily normally go out and do a whole bunch of research for it. You typically already know that information. You've almost, if you're like me and you, you know, you're, you've been a chef or maybe you're a banker, you could pretty much do that work at this point in your head. So it's great to be able to put it into a podcast and put it to a, a good format. The cons though is that it's difficult to do your full-time job and come home and talk about your full-time job. That was a very big difficult thing for me yes. was, was to, to, I worked, you know, at that point in time working in restaurants, I was working 80 plus hours a week in the restaurant. And then you're telling me I'm going to go home and have this hobby podcast that is talking more about my job. You know, it's kind of like cops. Cops don't like coming home. Normally they don't like coming home and watching like cop dramas and stuff like that on television. They don't want that stress that workload on them at home because that's what they do at work. Look, huge, huge thing. I used to run a show uh, that actually just closed down less than a year ago. It was called Directing Band. And it was a, you know, being a band director, it was a pretty successful show. I mean, listenership was up. Uh, the show actually had turned a little bit of profit. Wasn't really doing it. I mean, anytime I made any money, I would buy more equipment just to give my listeners a better experience. It, I would reach point to where like on my social media pages, people were giving in feedback and the show was growing. But the problem that I got into is that it started to feel like work because I would go to work all day and then I would come home and to do a successful show that's well thought out is a lot more work. And I just burned out and I finally reached a point where I actually closed the successful show down um, because it wasn't fun because right. it was so much work. I, I, man, I enjoyed the relationships formed and the questions asked and I grew as a professional, but man, it, it, it was like working a 16 hour day to come home and work for more. The good news also about it is another pro to this is that you now you mentioned, you know, you've got friends, you've got people who are already there in the industry that are out there. Mm-hmm. So you're getting feedback and guess possibly faster than I think the other two categories, because you're not really having to search. You've got your group of people who are around you who can help be a part of your episode. So fellow band directors could be guests, you know, you kind of have, or for me, it was fellow chefs and other uh, restaurant professionals in the industry. That was my guess, but I already kind of had that network if you will already built in long before I started the podcast. I really just kind of, picked up my professional life and inputted it into the, uh, into the podcast. Well, let's, let's deep dive another one of these. So there's professional, but I see the next one is hobby. So talk to me about what makes a hobby podcast for someone that might be interested in, in that. So hobby, a hobby podcast is about, you know, what do you like to do in your free time? We all have something, you know, I've said it more than one time that, you know, my instructors always talked about, you know, everybody, when you work in the industry, you're going to have a drug and it's up to you whether you find a good drug or a bad drug. I want you to find a good drug. I want you to find something that you're excited about. You know, for us, it's, it's these five pillars and, and being excited about our lifestyle choice podcast. Now for hobbies though, it's what are you excited about in your free time? Do you go cycling? Do you play airsoft like me? Do you go play Pokemon Go? Uh, are you into celebrity gossip? You'd be amazed at how many people love podcasts about celebrity gossip. You know, not my cup of tea, but there's people out there who really get into it. And it's something that other people will dive into and listen to as well. Uh, you can use this podcast as a means to build your community around your hobby. So you don't necessarily might not have the infrastructure like you would for the professional as far as, you know, uh, a network of friends, but you're going to, you have an opportunity there, maybe even more to grow because you're going to have to build that community. When you build a community from scratch, it's kind of like building uh, a working family from scratch. 
you really, it's kind of awkward and weird at first, but that hobby really, they really binds together and you get a really tight knit group of listeners and fans who are excited about what you put out. The next thing is like, you you know, you got to find guests a little bit differently than you would for professional professional. You're typically sticking to kind of like what's relevant around your work. Um, in hobbies, you're going to have to, you're gonna have to be a little bit more open-minded as far as like where you find your guests. You're going to have to be involved in like festivals, um, meetups or, you know, wherever your hobby group likes to meet, you need to be involved. So maybe if you're really into cycling or being a cyclist, maybe you need to be at marathons and you need to be showing up at your local marathons and triathlons and those kinds of things that are going on at, um, at races. Um, the next thing is, um, the, this is the, 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 I think this is the second easiest podcast style to get into. Uh, I think the first, the easiest one is, is the professional just because it's, you already know the information for professional. So it's kind of easy to kind of pick up and plug the information for someone who does not know that information. Uh, but this one I think is the second easiest because one, you're being very passionate about it. Obviously, if you're spending time outside of your work life and family life doing this, then obviously it's super important to you and you're passionate about it. So you're going to want to put good, put in great content and do things that are extra for this podcast. Um, the next thing is, you know, the cons of this, you just need to be careful that you, you do not want to, you don't want to lose your fun hobby. You know, kind of like what we talked about before is you don't want to go home and do talk about work after you get done with work. This one is kind of what played in with me and food and farm. I love food and farm and it's something I plan on picking back up. I've kind of put it up on the shelf just for a little bit and hopefully I'm going to come back to it one day. But I love food and farm. It was so good. You know, food and farm, for those who don't know, food and farm, it was it or it is still live. It's it's a podcast that's about my homesteading life. I we lived almost completely self-sustainable. We're about 80 percent self-sustainable. I grow everything except for flour, sugar and heaven forbid my wife's got to have her coffee or we're all going to die. You know, so we (laughs) we but like eggs, meat, uh, vegetables, you know, dairy, you know, we make our own soap, we make our own detergents, shampoos, shaving bars, all those kinds of things we make here on our farm. We've been very blessed with that. Um, so that's what that podcast was about. But the problem is, is that the more we got into this podcast, that I, it was a struggle to talk about it because my podcast was also kind of like built into my work here on the farm. And it kind of became a second job. So I kind of ruined my hobby a little bit. And that's why I've kind of taken a little bit of time from it. It was to, to really start back enjoying my hobby. And then I'm going to start getting passionate again about my, my podcast and those kinds of things. But you got to remain passionate about what you're doing. So you don't want to ruin your hobby. So kind of just kind of keep that in perspective. You got anything you want to add in? No, I, I just everything that you said to uh, hobby level, uh, they're fun. But I would also challenge you too that a danger that I see in hobby level podcasts or podcasts about hobby uh, should let me reword this beep, 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 back it up. <laughs> the thing about podcasts about a hobby is that sometimes the tendency is to do it at a hobby level rate. And so you don't produce any content that's quality. You don't right. produce any content that's great. So if you're going to do something, do your hobby justice and create professional content. Right. Well, it's very easy it's very easy to kind of jump the gun on it. And, you know, the first rule of podcasting is just to start, you know, you've got to just start and you need to understand that the first couple of episodes are not going to be great and that's perfectly fine. But what you're striving for is to be better each and every episode. And that's, what's important. If you're just saying stagnant, then you're not going to be able to grow your podcast and enjoy the podcast that you're really into. My first season of food and farm was literally recorded by me holding my phone up to my mouth while I was in the truck waiting on my daughter to get out of ballet every Thursday night. I would just have a subject pick. I would click on the button, good old anchor.fm, and I would click that button, and that's what I would do. I would talk through my episode, and that's how I did it. And that's fine to get started. But long-term, that's not a long-term solution. 
it was something that helped you get going and you need to get going. It's very important that you just start creating content and start working through that. But you've got to honestly be every single episode you put out, you've really got to be focused in on dialing in your content and dialing in your quality of your product. Is it a quality recording or if, are you doing video? Is your video quality? Because, you know, again, mine wasn't. It was literally a phone that I was talking into and there was... I mean, it looked like, you know, that barefoot or with the Bigfoot image, that first one from the 1970s where he's walking through the woods. I feel like that was my first podcast video. You know, you couldn't tell if it was me or the Bigfoot talking through and making it happen. Yeah, look, so many things, so many things I can. uh, My first show that I that I hosted was called The Working Vegans. This was years ago when I was like a full fledged vegan. And uh, I'm we laughing for, now because you. I've got a chicken going on the big green egg. But you know the <laughs> thing about it is, which is why I don't have that show anymore because it wasn't authentic. But uh, it was the same thing. I was recording off a microphone that was in my MacBook Air 2012 version, but it got off the ground and and it got rolling. And like you said, step one is is getting started. Uh, but look, look, let me, I know we've been going a while. We've got one more that you mentioned, yes. and it was an education lifestyle. And I think this is the genre for a brodacious life that we're joining today. But talk to us, I just threw my pen, talk to us about <laughs> uh, education lifestyle. So these are exciting as well. There's obviously it's a different format and you've got to be able to understand that format. There is a little bit of joking and obviously we like to have fun here on our podcast. I like being upbeat, but you really got to watch yourself a little bit on these. You don't want to be a a negative Nancy. You don't want to be dull. You know, people don't want to fall asleep to your podcast. I listen to a lot of podcasts is when I'm on the road. I spend about 20 to 30 hours a week on the road. And uh, I know that's a long time, but it's, I listen to podcasts all day. I listen to podcasts like mine. I listen to education. I listen to podcasts on podcasting. I just, I really into podcast. I'm, I'm that geeked out on it. So, you know, you need to understand with this, this, uh, this type of podcast, exactly what your target group is, what your message is going to be, because it's very easy to have such a huge spectrum of everything that you can't dial it in and make it honestly relevant about what you're doing. The other part of this is, is unless you've got a community around you of, say, your podcast is about, uh, what's the workout? CrossFit. Say your group's about CrossFit, you might have some people around you who are really into CrossFit. But if you're not really into CrossFit, but you're doing something on CrossFit, you're really going to struggle. So you got to make sure that you're authentic about what you're doing. You're not going out there with the intent of, oh, it's a subject that a lot of people are into, so I'm going to make money off of these people. That's not how it's going to work. You're going to sit there. You're not going to be authentic. No one's going to care about what you've got to say. What you've really it's got like f- the people who are trying to be beach body coaches that are like morbidly obese, but they bought a coaching package. So now they're beach body coaches, which yeah. they just sort of sit around and call you and try to tell you to drink your shakeology when it's like, girl, you've been drinking double packs of shakeology because you haven't been working out. That sounds judgmental, but I'm just calling it like it is because we can do that. It's our show. Yeah. I mean, but like, don't be the person that clearly hadn't worked out selling a workout product. Exactly. Exactly. And again, what I like about our podcast, A Brodacious Life, is, you know, it's most of the podcast is actually us talking about our struggle and going through things. It's authentic. It really has, you know, some of these episodes, especially the first like 10 to 15 episodes that I recorded, were me actually seeking therapy from experts. You know, I was going through something in my life. I was depressed. I didn't know where to go in my professional life and in my, my intimate life. So I went and I found professionals. And the first like 10, 15 episodes and all the episodes pretty much from my, my previous podcast were all honestly me getting therapy, you know, but it was great content and it was thing that I can learn. And when you're doing it from that perspective, I think there's something there that that's authentic and people will want to hear and be a part of your story. I think that's that's the key to me when it comes to lifestyle and education is it's got to be authentic. It's got to be something that you're into, and it's about your story inside of that subject. So if it is about cycling, um, sorry, not cycling, but say it's about um, CrossFit, 
you know, you could talk about, you know, how you found your gym that you go to, what you like about that gym, then talk about the different workouts and, you know, the competitions. And I'm not huge into CrossFit, so I can't talk. See, it'd be like me having a, a CrossFit podcast. I couldn't do it. I can't even, I can't even fake my way through it. This big old body. It hadn't worked out in a while. So I just, I want to make sure that you're just, that's the big thing. It's just being authentic in, in your podcast and being excited about it. And again, when you're being authentic and you're being yourself, it's, it's just a fun experience because you get excited about it and you're able to enjoy that podcast. Yeah, I think that's huge. I mean, you hit the nail on the head. Uh, you know, know what you're about, know what you're for. So, you know, so this is step Go one. Ahead. This is our step one in this process. So this is just the first video of many. So don't feel like, you know, you've got to, you know, freak out or anything. We're going to be providing you uh, over the next like couple weeks, just providing you some step one, step two, step three on opening up your podcast from releasing your podcast episodes. You'll be able to find all of this on YouTube. So, so don't fret. Don't worry. There's just great content out there. And again, our goal is to be able to hear your story. We want to empower you and we want you to be there. And we hope that you tag us in, in your podcast and find us on Instagram. So Dr. Yeah. J, tell us about the website and what you've done for them to have more resources. Well, yes, because one of the things that we're trying to do is as, as we're getting more and more listeners and we know that you're out there, we want to equip you to tell your story because a brodacious life can be uh, different things to different people. And we want to hear more about what you've going. So we want to help you get your podcast off the ground. That's our number one reason to be here today is to help you get your show uh, off the ground and to share your ideas. And by the way, if you follow through these steps and you create your own show, please send us an email at abrodaciouslife at gmail.com and send us a link because I want to be your first subscriber. I want to cheer you or cheer for you along the way as you cross the finish line. And uh, maybe you could come on our show and promote, you know, promote your show that tells your story. So I, I think that'd be so cool. It'd be like our show is having grandchildren. Anyway, <laughs> so here, uh, it was weird. Anyway, so here's what we, <laughs> like, <all> right. <laughs> right, you know, so here's what we've done. <laughs> you got to crack me up. Those of you listening on Apple are missing the YouTube version. <laughs> We're looking at each other like that illustration didn't work, but. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Anyways, so uh, we've created a website where we put all this in and it's abrodaciouslife.com slash podcast. If you go to abrodaciouslife slash podcast, you can find it. And if you forget all that, if you just go to abrodaciouslife.com, you'll see a link to it there. And let me tell you how easy it is. We break it down into steps. Step one, you need to get the items. And then we have an option one, which is basically, I have a computer with a built-in microphone then all that you need is yep. a hosting service. And yep. we're going to give you a link, and I'll talk about that in a second. Or option number two, like you're a little more technological advanced. We have links there um, to, to Amazon, and we got pictures on the, on the website as well, where you actually can link through. And we've got the exact equipment that we're joining with you today. Like I know uh, Jonathan is using a Rodecaster Pro. Yep. I'm using a PodTrack P4. This is it right here. So nobody thinks that we lie. Like we're actually repping the stuff that we actually use. Um, the microphone is a Procaster. And these are the Audio Technica. Anyway, you can see our whole setup that we use uh, to run our show that we're joining with you today. It's all the website. So anyway, step one is you got to get the equipment. Again, the basic version is, is you got a computer with a built-in microphone. You're good to go. Yeah, uh, step two is record your, go ahead. Or you can use your phone. I mean, uh, there are yes. apps out there, you know, anchor will allow you to record straight from your phone. I know plenty of people who do that, or you can get a, uh, a small microphone that can attach into your phone as well. Absolutely. Amazon has got some stuff too. I just, the links I know are what we know works. And, and if you're listening today, you know, it works because we're literally talking uh, that way to you. And if you go back to some of our shows that we mentioned today, we got started, at least I got started with a computer with a built-in microphone or an iPad with a built-in microphone. And it got me my first 20 episodes. I mean, it, it'd get you out there and get you going. Um, step two is record your first show. And like, like Jonathan was saying, it's, it's turn on the computer, click record 
record. And you can do that with your phone, like an iPhone has a record, like a notes thing you can record. That works. Most people are using, if they're using Apple, they're recording through GarageBand. If you're not using Apple, there's another free one for PC called Audacity that you can use. I've got links to those on this webpage. And if you scroll all the way down, you even see a video of how to use them. So again, uh, but again, you don't even have to have that. You literally could just click record on your computer and it works just fine. So now that you've got your recording, the next thing you want to do is you want to send it out into the world. Now, pro tip that the rookies don't know. And here's what I want to tell you today. The old school way of getting your show out there could be that you're going to go manually put it into Apple or then manually put it into Spotify manually. And there's like 20 or 30. We use a service and most people do use this service called Buzzsprout. And Buzzsprout is for professional podcasters uh, all over the place. You can Google Buzzsprout, but we've got links to Buzzsprout. In fact, uh, Buzzsprout is awesome. They know we're, we're doing this today. Uh, we've got a link. And if you go through our website to Buzzsprout, um, they'll even give you a $20 Amazon gift card. Uh, for doing 60 days of Buzzsprout and trying them out. And here's what Buzzsprout does. So now I've got my recording. All I have to do is just drag it in on the computer when I go to buzzsprout.com. I click the link, just drag it in, and it goes boom. And it does two things that are awesome. The first thing that it does is is it by itself just sends it to Apple, sends it to Spotify. You select which directories it it goes to, yes. Yeah, it even has a free website. Yeah. Buzzsprout even comes with a website. In fact, fun fact, if you go to abrodaciouslife.com, you'll see the little player on there where you can select it. Fun fact, that's just a code from Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout does all of that. I don't have to, I don't even send our, this show you're listening to, I don't even send to our own website because Buzzsprout does it. I don't have to do it. Um, And then the second thing that Buzzsprout does that like you mentioned Anchor, which is a free service that's out there that exists, that'll, it sends it out to some but the problem that you get with some of the like anchor and some of the others is you get really good analytics. So like our show is getting more and more refined because Buzzsprout doesn't just send it out. It then takes all the information and brings it back in. So I know, boom, most of our listeners are in Florida, Alabama, Texas, Georgia, boom, they're predominantly males. They're predominantly between the ages of 25 and 48. I can see that the majority of our listeners come to us, our show through, uh, Apple and Spotify, and I can look at the analytics and see exactly which episodes they downloaded the most, which helps me have a better target audience. And Buzzsprout uh, just does all of that. Now, fun fact about Buzzsprout too, I sound like I'm promoting Buzzsprout. I guess I am, but Buzzsprout's epic. Like you, They actually have a free version. I don't know. Did you know that? They, they actually have a free service. Yes, they do. So each, they do have like different tiers and stuff that they do. Um, you know, we have the middle tier, which is, you know, where this kind of the sweet spot for us. Um, we're either the, the middle tier, or the one just up. We don't do the pro. The pro's got, again, that's, you know, as our podcast grows, that's what's great about Buzzsprout is you can kind of, you know, migrate up to the different things. So we do one where, you know, we've got access to, um, you get access to sponsorships. You know, we'll talk about that on a whole nother episode. That's a whole nother beast. You know, I recommend don't even looking at that page for at least nine months until you've got a thousand subscribers. Don't even, don't even, don't even play with that page. Just look at it. Just joke about it. Don't ever actually open it up. But there's lots of information, things that are there. I really like the, the website page that it gives you. So you can have somebody directed to a website and it's through Buzzsprout. So I think that's a really cool thing. So they could see your episodes and do all your stuff there. A lot of other website or a, a lot of other players don't do that. I think that is a really cool option that they give you. What I really like about it though, is it's, it's for me, it's the least complicated. I think there's, yes. there's a lot of them out there. You know, we were on, I guess I could say it. We were on Podbean before and it was just being too complicated. They had their own set of things that were unique to them. Like you could set up premium podcasting and things like that, where you can pay $5 and you can have exclusive access to all these other things. And that's great and all, but the system overall was just too complicated. It it wasn't enjoyable. 
Buzzsprout makes it fun. It makes it easy. It also helps you with the SEO a little bit. If you scroll down when you're uploading your stuff, you're filling in all the information. Search engine optimization. Yes. And we, we did an episode on SEOs with one of our friends a couple episodes back. So if you got questions on that, please reference that as well. And basically, if the SEO, you'll put in a bunch of tags. That helps people find you through a search engine. And uh, so that's something that Buzzsprout does, but Podbeam does not. So I think that's well, another reason. And, and Anchor. Anchor does not do that either. Well, and then there's like magic mastering too. So a lot of these shows, the professional yes. shows, they're paying somebody hundreds of dollars to professionally master. And if you don't know what that means, basically, um, as I'm talking to the chef today, my air conditioner is running. So there's some background noise. We both got kids in the backgrounds, you, you know, <laughs> uh, his microphone might be slightly louder than mine. And there's all these things going on that you will never hear by the time this show makes it to you. Because when you pull it into Buzzsprout, you can get magic mastering for like four bucks or something, and it'll master everything for you. It levels out your recordings, cuts out yeah. the background noise, and it will do what other people pay hundreds of dollars to do. And I say all this to say my show at Directing Band was like I had the cheapest paid version. I paid $12 a month and then magic mastering. So I want to say I was all in like... 18. Yeah, like 16, 18 bucks. And that was it. And the show sounded professional. And everybody thought it was because I knew things, but it wasn't. It was because and yeah, like it was doing all the work. I started for off you. On something different. Yeah, I started. And the final thing I'll say is, is uh, on, on Bus Sprout, too, in case it sounds like we're selling something, this show that you're listening to today is from Bus route you could probably find a way to go check the rss feed and check behind us but like we run our show a rotacious life on bus route because it is that good and uh but to throw it out there again if you're interested in trying that out today if you go to a rotacious life.com uh bus route's offering a 20 dollars amazon gift card um to anyone and the way i like it if you're just getting started today what the way that you could use this is is get on there i think you have to run your show for like 60 days before you get the gift card or something like that. Like yeah. I'm sure there's a stipulation or whatever, but like there's your first microphone for those of you that are like, Hey, I got to start off on that basic thing. I am a computer and bus sprout. Yeah. yeah. This is $20 on Amazon to get you to your first that'll microphone. That'll get you a USB microphone. You know, that'll get That's you your first, first USB microphone on Amazon. For hey, sure. And I'll tell you what, chef, why don't you do this? If you'll send me a link this week, I, you know, you and I are on two, uh, Rode nice podcasting microphones, but let's throw a USB microphone on there. I think you used one, one of your earlier shows, didn't you? Yeah. So I had actually one of the Amazon brands, um, uh-huh. X O A N A. Was it good? Yeah. I mean, for what it was, it was very good. It was a $20 microphone. It came with one of these little stands Everything was kind of included in now the price obviously between now and then has gone up because that was 2015. Um, but overall, I still have that microphone actually, and I still use it when I'm on the road and I'm recording something for the podcast. Actually, it breaks down, it folds up so I can put it into my laptop bag. And if I'm staying overnight at a hotel, I can plug that into my work laptop and I can actually record right there because this runs on XLR. So, you know, the, the downside of having one of the professional systems like the Roadcaster Pro is that it is a little bit more expensive. It is. You know, you get what you pay for. And there's lots of different things. And maybe we, we could do an episode reviewing the Roadcaster. I think that's a it's a really cool product to have. And But it's not necessary. The only reason I got this Roadcaster, in all honesty, is that I had a sponsor from one of my other podcasts who bought it for me. You know, otherwise, yep. I wouldn't have been able to have it. You know, it was $600 at that time that I didn't have. I think they've come down. You can get the first version for cheaper now. But, you know, that was the, I, I was blessed to be able to have that roadcaster. But again, you don't have to have that. No, yours is obviously doing just as good of a job. It's, yeah, each I one's going to have their my own road. Pros. I sold my road procaster to get the pod track P4. Yeah. Because it's portable. On, but, anyways, now we're getting lost in the weeds on this equipment stuff. We'll have to do another show. Maybe we can record some stuff on our equipment and drop it up on yeah. the YouTube channel. And yeah. uh, for those of you that want more information on that, 
You betcha, man. I get a hate for I was going to say, I get geeked out. One of my, my weird oddities that I get really geeked out on actually is workflow, people's workflow computers. So maybe that's something we can geek out on one day as we can show each other uh, our, our podcasting slash media center that's right here in front of each other. Let's do it. Absolutely. This has been a great episode, man. I've enjoyed this. Well, fantastic. Well, thank you to everyone who has been on our podcast with us and hanging out. We're really excited that you're here. There's just so much information and things that are are happening in the podcast world. We want you to be a part of it because you are important to us as our listeners and subscribers. If you've not had a chance yet, you know, hit that like, hit the subscribe, leave us a comment down below. I'd be interested if you if you're going to create a podcast or you already have a podcast, leave it in the notes down below. You'll also be able to find this if you're listening on podcast. You'll be able to find that over on our YouTube as well. Those on YouTube, obviously, you can hop over to the podcast and find us a brodacious life. And if you ever got uh, any questions on our, uh, our videos and everything, everything, our resources, the books that we read, everything is listed in the resource site on a brodacious life.com. Shout out to Dr. J above me. He is the website wizard. If you will, hey, for can I give away up. something for free? Yes. Speaking of that, look, check this out. This is something that we're doing right now. We've created a resource that eventually we're going to put on Amazon, but for now we just want to give it away for free. Uh, if you go to our website, uh, brodaciouslife.com, and you subscribe to our newsletter, uh, we've got a cool resource. It's called a Brodacious Life Planner, and it's like a day-to-day planner, like a day planner, but it's to plan out living your best Brodacious day. It's, it's my favorite part go- of my morning. Set your goals. Yep. You know, truck through how to get faith, uh, faith, family, freedom, finance, like fun, like everything in a day. And we're going to talk more about that later, but I, we want to give it out for free now. We're going to talk about it later. So if you go to a brodaciouslife.com and you simply subscribe to the newsletter and remember it's a two step authentication. So it'll, you know, send you an email and say, are you sure you want to subscribe? But when you do that, and that's the PDF version. So you can just upload it straight to your iPad. And uh, we'll talk more about that. But I just wanted to give it away for free, man. That's what we're here for. We're, we're just here to take it and give it away, man. Fantastic. Well, thank you, Dr. J. And thank you as the listener. We're super excited that you're here. And we're excited about your podcast. We'll see you next time on A Brodacious Life. Recording stopped. Thank you for listening to today's episode of A Brodacious Life. We hope that you will like and subscribe to this show on whatever platform that you are listening to. Sign up for our newsletter at abrodaciouslife.com and follow us on Instagram. More importantly, we hope that you spend your day with faith, family, freedom, finance, and fun and live brodaciously.